This podcast is brought to you by Balance 7. Stop procrastinating and get your energy back. Save $10, plus get free shipping at balance7.com when you put in code Howie. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. According to the 56-page court filing, a federal grand jury in California has returned a nine-count indictment charging Hunter Biden with three felony tax offenses and six misdemeanor tax charges. The indictment says he spent millions on an extravagant lifestyle, including drugs, escorts. The women. How much for the women? What? You're the women. I, I, I want to buy you the women. Luxury hotels and exotic cars rather than paying the IRS. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. And we also have to stop with the words. It's this word. You said that word. You said this word. It, it hurt me. What's the word? Uh, bird. Unequivocally deny that this was an attempt to delay that, though. Absolutely. I just want to make a point. The video evidence speaks for itself. The video shows you threw the signs on the floor, you tried opening the door, it didn't open, you went and pulled the fire alarm. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242, if you would like to join us this uh, Friday afternoon. And late yesterday, we got word of a uh, of a uh, a shooting outside of a uh, synagogue in Albany, New York. And the uh, the the governor of New York had issued a statement, went to the synagogue, but there were the details about the shooter were very sketchy. He was described as a local man, and. As anyone who follows American media knows, when they say local man, that usually means they're not very local. Police were said to be baffled by his motives. Police baffled. Always were baffled. And as you also know, if you consume local or national media in any form, any medium— when they say they're baffled, they're really not baffled. But that's the tease. We're going to do the chump line first, but the feds have identified the man. And apparently he's not as local as the initial reports suggested. He was, he was uh, shooting a, a shotgun near a, uh, near a preschool center at this uh, synagogue in Albany, New York, on the uh, eve of Hanukkah. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. We'll tell you more when we uh, when we after the chump line. But first, the chump line. Nine one one. What's your emergency? I'm calling from the Red Arrow Diner. Chris Christie's eating every breakfast item, every lunch and special, and every dinner entree we have on the menu. But what's your emergency? He said he wants us to fill his to-go container. So? His to-go container is his campaign bus. I'm not done yet. You know, Megyn Kelly was one of the moderators on that uh, that little debate that they had the other night, 
and uh, apparently during the first break, he he uh, Chris Christie hadn't gotten any airtime, I don't think. And uh, so he came up and started screaming at uh, Megan Kelly, and she does a show on satellite radio, and she said yesterday that he came up to her, and as you might expect, he was yelling, I didn't get any time! I didn't get any time! And, and Megan Kelly was saying, I've done six of these debates, and I've never seen a guy... He was a, he's at 2% in the polls, 3% in his best polls. And you don't give a lot of time to... He's lucky he was on the stage to begin with. Not to mention he got to go to the green room when he did to the green room uh, buffet. I'm sure what he does to the Red Arrow Diner uh, luncheon spread or breakfast spread in Manchester or Concord every morning in New Hampshire. And so uh, she was just saying, we, we gave him as much time as he deserved. And it, and it ended up that he didn't get that much. He got 30 seconds less than uh, Nikki Haley did. So what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Give you more time to stuff your fat face, Chris. Joe Biden said he was encouraged to see Israel helping Hamas form their first synchronized swimming team. <laughs> A lot of these terrorists, it's going to be the first bath they've had in their lives when they flood those tunnels. Today's poll question, or excuse me, uh, global unrest is battering the food supply chain and the energy markets. It's incumbent upon you to be prepared. Get ready with ReadyWise. Go to ReadyWise.com and use code HOWIE20 to get 20% off your next purchase. Last week, Arctic Air said they had a loose horse on one of their flights. I thought John Kerry only flew private. I, I love the fact that he's over there at this uh, at, at this conference, uh, farting his brains out. Now we now we know why he's he's eating these these <laughs> this 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 methane gas infused product, Wagyu beef. Wagyu beef. The, it's the, that's the high-end Japanese uh, beef. That's what they're serving there. They want they want you and me to eat bugs and tofu, but for themselves, let the good times roll. It's like it's like being back on Nantucket at the Chanticleer Inn with the uh, lobster lobster drawn butter. Not surprisingly, Jeffrey Tubin now says he too was just sounding the alarm for climate change. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Tubin. I didn't need to think about him today. Christmas is Hunter's favorite holiday. When you say ho, ho, ho to him, he thinks of rent two, get the third for free. They have all these different names for it. It's person number one, person number two, exotic dancer. Escorts. They've got a, they've got more names than the uh, Eskimos have for ice than uh, for for all the uh, all the w- female services that he gets. Hundreds of thousands of dollars over the four years, but he had no money to pay his fair share, as his father likes to say, in income taxes. Hunter says if he goes to prison, I should send him a block of Parmesan. The cheese grater. Once he's done snorting the cheese, he can use the grater to file his way out of his cell. I told you he's the smartest man I know. There's no way Hunter goes to prison. You know, 
I mean, again, this reading this indictment is somewhat amusing, and seeing the left go crazy about it and say that a, a, a normal person wouldn't have been indicted. It's ridiculous, but it's not like he's in any danger of going to prison. You, you can if, if you have the power to keep your bag man out of prison, you have to do that because the bag man has the power to put you in prison. That's a, that's a life lesson. As dumb and senile as Joe Biden is, that's one lesson he understands. Out of the tunnels because they were scared of the water from the sea. Those fat, naked Hamas guys looked a lot like Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah, one of the texters earlier said uh, that uh, if you look at those pictures of those uh, those Hamas terrorists uh, stripped down to their underwear after they uh, ran out terrified and surrendered to the uh, to the Zionists, they uh, a lot of man boobs there. You know, they uh, they the uh, average citizen in Gaza may be may be hungry, but uh, as as the uh, as the woman who was interviewed on Al Jazeera said, everything goes to to Hamas including all of the relief food that they're trucking in from Egypt. What's this world coming to when you can't write off entertainment from hookers and artwork from hookers and escort services from hookers? Not to mention, you know, having to rent a Lamborghini while your Porsche is being uh, transported across the country to your to your new, uh, what do they call it? Lavish home on a canal in Venice, California lavish home extravagant lifestyle and then they also say stone they use the word the verb stonewalled on in paragraph 41 stone hunter biden stonewalled I, that's that, that's not a word that you should be using about democrats you can say republican stonewalled democrats decline to comment and now, another excerpt from Paperboy, My Life in Media, as read by the author. I've taken pride in avoiding Flavor of the Month fans over the years, like Pet Rocks, Betamax, and Dental Floss. So I waited good and long before checking out this email thing. But after 30 years, I figured it was time. Wow, what an invention. Basically, someone uses their email machine to send me a message. Then I have my employee print it out in size 32 font so that I can read it. And then I write my response in a yellow legal pad. And my employee enters it back into the email machine. This thing's almost as good as the fax machine. I didn't come here to be made sport of. But I must admit, I am old enough to have been really excited when fax machines came in, because I no longer had to phone in my stories to the rewrite man in the Hearst Empire, which I worked in in Boston. I could just I could just put them into the machine, and they would come out. And sometimes they'd come out into the newspaper the next morning, sort of like I wrote the stories from wherever I was filing from. Yeah, I'm not an attorney, but um, as far as Hunter, uh, that charge for artwork to the stripper, um, I think that was so he could view her tattoos. Yeah, that was a perplexing part of the indictment to me. They, I, I understand, you know, the the, the uh, millions of dollars in ATM uh, withdrawal, cash withdrawals, and the the hundreds of thousands of dollars to the to the women, and the uh, tens of thousands of dollars to uh, adult entertainment. But they got re- they got even down to a fifteen dollar expenditure that he made for a tattoo. Fifteen bucks for a tattoo. 
That's a good. That's a pretty pretty reduced price, I think. Hey, Howie, just wanted to let you know that uh, there was a study put out um, that testicular injury in women's sports has gone up 200% in the past four years. <laughs> I dare say it's a lot more than 200% when it goes to z- from zero to anything. It's uh, it, There weren't any testicular injuries in women's sports that I recall, even even five years ago. What's happened? It's it's an epidemic. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. That's it for the chump line today. The chump line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Carr Show. You can call and leave a message at any time between the hours of 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time weekdays. The chump line number, if you wish to leave such a message, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the chump line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you didn't hear your message or you just like to hear a second brand-new chump line every day, we have one. It's called Chop Chumps. It's where we put the messages we didn't have room or time for just now. Chop Chumps is posted every weeknight around 7 p.m. You can get the second chump line of the day wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcast. The Chump Line is brought to you by ReadyWise. Global unrest is battering the food supply chain and the energy markets. It is incumbent upon you to be prepared. Get ready with ReadyWise. Go to ReadyWise.com and use code Howie20 to get 20% off your next purchase. 911, what's your emergency? I'm calling from the Red Arrow Diner. Chris Christie's eating every breakfast item, every lunch and special, and every dinner entree we have on the menu. But what's your emergency? He said he wants us to fill his to-go container. So? His to-go container is his campaign bus. I'm not done yet. Happy holidays to you. MyPillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for the holidays. Here's a great gift idea for you. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for the low price of $29.98. A set of pillowcases for only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All with the biggest discounts ever. Want to give the perfect gift this holiday season? Give the gift of better sleep with MyPillow's extended money-back guarantee. They're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making these products the best for your family and friends. So, happy holidays to you. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr, we'll be right back. This time of year brings out the charity and warmth in 
most of us. And we don't need any characters around to give the joint atmosphere. Is that clear? Or do I have to slip you my lift for a convincer? Well, I did say most of us, right? Howie Gar is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Rizzo Insurance. When was the last time you had someone audit your insurance to see if you're getting the most coverage for your money? Contact Dan or Paul Rizzo at RizzoInsurance.com. They have helped me and my staff, and they can help you save money too. Get the Rizzo Insurance audit at no charge, no obligation. RizzoInsurance.com. Taylor, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is... What was your reaction to seeing photos of IDF troops guarding cowed Hamas terrorists surrendering in their underwear? Gladdened or saddened? Gladdened. 97% say gladdened. All right. 844-500-4242. We told you uh, ye- late in the show yesterday that uh, there was breaking news that uh, police in uh, Albany, New York, had, uh, had arrested a local man as he was described, for uh, firing a shotgun at, uh, at, in a parking lot at a local synagogue that where, where the daycare, uh, daycare center was in session. And the man was yelling, free Palestine, and he had a lengthy record, police said. And they were baffled by the motives. Free Palestine, lengthy criminal record, local man, okay? And, of course, we all knew when they said local man, we knew it was only a matter of time until he was described as a lone wolf. Sure enough, today. We have the identification. The man who fired a shotgun outside a synagogue in Albany and then yelled, free Palestine, sending state troopers in the New York National Guard on high alert, is a 28-year-old native of Albany? If you guessed Albany... You lose. He's from Iraq. Mufid Fawaz al Qaeda. It pronounced like Al Qaeda, but his his last name is A L K H A D E R. Mufid Fawaz al Qaeda of nearby Schenectady allegedly fired two shots into the air from a 12-gauge shotgun outside Temple Israel in New York's capital at 2 p.m. yesterday. Al-Qaeda, an adherent of the religion of peace, was quickly cuffed after laying his weapon down near the Jewish temple. No one was injured in the incident. A man who identified himself as Al-Qaeda's uncle at the accused uh, savage's home said his son is mentally ill. Aren't they all? Aren't they? Aren't they? They're all local men. They're all mentally ill. They're all lone wolves. Did Al, was Al Qaeda's mother available for a comment? And we we've translated this from her native uh, Persian or Farsi. He's a good boy, a very good boy. Uh, the savage was charged with one count of unlawfully possessing a firearm as an admitted marijuana user. Does the Quran? say marijuana use is okay and was held without bail he faces up to 15 years behind bars if uh, convicted police are also probing possible hate crimes I doubt that he could be charged he's mentally ill and he's a local man 
Al-Qaeda is his name. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. If you're looking for a great Christmas gift, don't forget about Paperboy. Read all about it. My memoirs of my career in journalism. We had Bill O'Reilly on earlier. He's, he's in the book because we work together at uh, Channel 7 in Boston. A strange place to work. Most local TV stations were in those days. Anyway, uh, check it out. Go to HowieCarshow.com. Click on store and you can buy it or you can go to Amazon.com and buy it there. 844-500-4242. It's time now for Police Blotter Facts Friday. Why do you still read the newspaper? I like to keep up on local news, like the police blotter. Whenever the laws of any state are broken, the duly authorized organization swings into action. A facts! A facts is coming through! Oh yeah, a facts! Here's the kind of adventure you've been waiting to hear. Hard-boiled action and mystery. So stand by for trouble and suspense. Stand by for adventure. All week long, we ask all of our listeners and viewers to send in funny stories about the police that they see online or in their local daily or weekly newspapers, wherever they can uh, see them. We ask you to just, if it's a funny story from wherever it comes from, just send it on in to us to send it to policeblotter at howiecarshow.com, policeblotter at howiecarshow.com. And at this time, every Friday evening, we read the best entries of the week, the funniest stories involving the local police, local constabulary, and uh, the two best entries of the week, the two funniest entries in our opinion, get a nice gift. What do they get this week, Taylor? This week they will get a Make Gas Cheap Again t-shirt, also available for sale at HowieCarshow.com. Click store if you don't win. All right. So these are the runners up. These are these are stories that were sent in by the listeners, by the viewers all week long to police blotter at howiecarshow.com. We'll start with the runners up and then at the end of the at the end of the hour we will uh, read the two winning entries. Go yes. ahead, Taylor. These do not win a prize. Florida man arrested for quitting job in the middle of transporting prison inmates. An Orlando man was arrested after he drove a van full of prison inmates off course and refused to stop while traveling in North Carolina. On Tuesday, deputies received a call to be on the lookout for an inmate transport van. The caller was the owner of the inmate transport company and reported the driver was off course and refusing to return the van. The driver, Joshua James Pinquet, had four inmates in the locked cargo area of the van. Another employee was traveling in the van with Pinquet, who was texting the transport company owner. Pinquet told the owner that he was quitting his job in the middle of the trip and refused to stop at the intended destination for the prisoners. Deputies stopped the van in I-40 and learned Pinquet was supposed to stop at a location in Hickory with the inmates but refused to stop. Pinquet was charged with five counts of felony second-degree kidnapping and felony larceny by an employee. He he had to get to know his passengers pretty well. You know, they uh, if they want to punish you in the federal system, they put you on a bus and you just move from one federal prison to the next day after day after day. It could take weeks to get uh, to get 800 miles or a thousand miles. 
I forget what they cut. They have. I, I used to know the phrase "riding the fumes" or something like that, and it's horrible because you can't. Uh, you you don't have a commissary uh, credit card, so you can't. You have to rely on the crappy food. The uh, windows are all blacked out and all this stuff. But you think if the guy wanted to quit, he just would have uh, delivered them to uh, to to wherever they were going in Hickory, and then just walked away and handed the uh, keys to the uh, to the warden or the deputy. Yeah, it doesn't Would say you? why he didn't do it in a more traditional fashion, but it is weird that they have a, a you know an independent an independent contractor doing this kind of work. Maybe well, they, they have a, you know they you know they have private jails down here, right, Taylor in in uh, in Florida. I was not aware of that. Yes, I'm used John, to the state John Zip, systems. John Zip Connolly, the the FBI agent uh, who uh, moonlighted as a mob hitman, or should I say, the mob hitman who moonlighted as an FBI agent. He was at one of these private prisons uh, down uh, down on the shores of uh, Lake Okeechobee, right here in uh, right here in this county. How's he doing these days? How's he doing? Yeah, I th- he was supposed to he was supposed to be sent home to die within a year. That was more than two years ago, and uh, they still uh, they they're a couple of the people on the uh, parole board in Florida are trying to get him back in, and so are some of the uh, survivors of the uh, vic of his victims, but. Uh, He's gonna he's gonna die on the outside. Another he's a year, Democrat. another Christmas miracle. Yes. <laughs> All right. Our next story. God bless us, everyone. Our next story Except. comes comes out of Denmark. Electric car fire started after owner tried to pre-warm his battery with a kitchen appliance. A toaster placed under an electric vehicle by its owner to warm up its battery likely caused a fire that destroyed the car and damaged a nearby house in southern Denmark, Copenhagen, to be precise. Do you think this guy had a few... I'm thinking he had a few Tuborgs before he uh, came up with this great plan to to heat up his electric battery. Is that Danish for beer? Tuborgs are the... It's a Danish beer. You're not familiar with Tuborg? No. They They made it here in the U.S. for a while back in the 70s. Didn't didn't really catch on. Wasn't around then. Police said that they strongly discourage people to use the method of using your toaster to heat power cells. <laughs> the fire happened Saturday <laughs> in Stenlili, about sixty kilometers, forty miles. Are they, gonna, are they gonna put one of those little things? You know where you put it. There's a, there'll be a picture, a stick drawn on the warning of a label. Toaster, yeah. a toaster under a under an electric battery with a slash yeah. through uh, a red slash through it. Be on the inside of the door. Yeah, warning. Please do not use kitchen appliances to warm up your your battery. The car was parked in a carport. Um, the make of the car was not known, and it was also not immediately clear if the vehicle owner's house that was damaged, or if it was the owner's house that was damaged or a neighbor's home. The car's owner faces a fine. Black bear attacks Christmas decoration in Florida. A black bear in Florida played Grinch to a Longwood... Florida bear. Yeah, Florida bear. That's right. <laughs> To a Longwood family by attacking a life-sized reindeer decoration and dragging it from the yard. E.J. Le- uh, Levin said his family was preparing for dinner when his wife alerted him to the spectacle unfolding outside. I didn't even see it. It was it a wasn't spectacle. A, a it was spectacle. an atrocity. It was uh, a hate crime. <laughs> I didn't even see it. It wasn't until my wife called and said, did you see what happened? The family's security cameras recorded as the bear wandered up to the light-up reindeer it's like they're all there. Next thing you know, the camera turns on, the bear comes in and paws it down, Levin said. The bear knocks over two of the deer decorations and drags one out of view of the camera. 
but Levin said it was later found at the end of the home's driveway with just slight damage from its encounter with the bear. Uh, Levin said the bear's visit has already become a classic Christmas memory for his family. The kids love it, he says. As soon as I showed them, they were like, oh, my God, it's so great. They just go crazy with it. Local law enforcement described the bear as a local bear. They (laughs) They were baffled by his motives. Police baffled. Always were baffled. His name was Grimace, by the way. Okay. You don't like that one? Mm. What was the name of the deer he attacked? The deer was an inanimate object. It had no name. I thought I was giving you a chance to say Rudolph. That's the go-to answer. I don't do those. Villager sentenced in chair-throwing disturbance at Lake Sumter Landing Restaurant. A villager, uh, Peter John Nat, there we go. 54 years old of the village of Chatham, pleaded no contest earlier this month to charges of battery and trespassing in Sumter County Court. He's been placed on probation for a year. Um, On the night of October 9th at R.J. Gator's Restaurant, which he had been permanently banned from the month before, he walked onto the front patio to the restaurant's front door. I'll bet you have to do really bad stuff to get banned permanently from R.J. Gator's. It does sound like a dive bar. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably where you go after you've been banned from everywhere else. This is the last one. It's it's what they used to call a roadhouse, I would guess. Right, exactly. The door was locked, according to an arrest report. Nat began throwing chairs in the patio area, and an employee of the restaurant walked outside onto the patio and asked Nat to leave. I'll bet some of the chairs were, were slashed by knives in earlier incidents. Possibly. Rather than leave, Nat, who stands 5'11", weighs 225, pushed the man. The incident was captured on video surveillance. R.J. Gators. The first shot is on the house, and after that you have to use your own knife. Police Blotter Facts Friday brought to you by Toyota of Portsmouth and Tux Trucks. Tux Trucks GMC in Hudson has a great combo for moving snow, a GMC Sierra 2500 HD paired with a Fisher XV2 Fisher Plow. For commercial or residential snow removal, see Tux Trucks, your Fisher Plow distributor. Shop online at tuxtrucksgmc.com. Utah man gored and seriously injured by bison he tried to pet admits he's definitely an idiot in this scenario. Halen Carbajal. Local bison. Yeah, local bison. Halen uh, Carbajal was severely injured during the stunning attack where he was left with a lacerated liver and an eight-inch gash. He says he was the, quote, idiot in the scenario for approaching the bison on his way home from an early Thanksgiving with his girlfriend. He noticed the herd of bison on a neighbor's property and decided to get a closer look. He says, I was definitely an idiot in this scenario. I crossed through the fence. I started walking back near the fence. By the time I got back to the fence, he had followed me all the way over. uh, Talking about the bison. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I kind of did want to pet him. So I was just being naive about the whole thing. So I did that. And yeah, he just rocked me pretty good. He described to the station how the animal dipped his head down right before his horn punctured him and flipped him over. He quickly escaped despite being badly hurt. Suffered an 8-inch gash to the stomach, a broken rib, a lacerated liver, and a banged-up lung. And now he's got a GoFundMe page created to help with his medical bills. 
he should be using give, send, go. But the, do we have any indication that uh, this uh, this injured party had been lacerating his liver before he decided to pet the buffalo? I'm sure there was probably some prior liver damage <laughs> before a pre-existing condition, if you will. Yeah. I, I heard he liked two Borgs. <laughs> We will uh, have some more runners-up and uh, the winners of Police Blotter Facts Friday after the break, Howie. All right. With the current economy, tensions in the Middle East, and a great deal of uncertainty, to say we've not experienced times like these is an understatement. But now is not the time to forget our fallen heroes. Despite what is happening around us, we still have so many reasons to be a grateful nation, and in large part, we have our military and our veterans to thank for our liberties and for our freedoms. National Wreaths Across America Day is Saturday, December 16th, a week from tomorrow. You can join in with the mission to remember our fallen heroes, honor those who currently serve, and teach younger generations the value of their freedoms. A $17 donation to Wreaths Across America sponsors a fresh, handmade balsam wreath from Maine with a single red bow. The veterans' wreaths have become a gift of America's respect. The circular wreath made with 10 balsam bouquets is a catalyst for unity, healing, and an expression of gratitude. Join the more than 2 million volunteers and supporters who will gather to remember, honor, and teach at more than 4,000 participating locations in all 50 states, at sea, and abroad. Please sponsor a veterans' wreath today and show your appreciation for our veterans. Go to wreathsacrossamerica.org. That's wreathsacrossamerica.org. Please donate now. I'm Howie Carr. Here's hoping Charlie Baker's turkey police aren't out and about this year. No turkey, no turkey sandwiches, no turkey salad, no turkey gravy, turkey hash, turkey a la king, or gallons of turkey soup. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. Howie Carr is back. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. We are back with Taylor Cormier, and uh, we're going to give you the maybe a runner up or two, and then we'll do the two winning entries in this week's Police Blotter Facts Friday contest. And uh, if you'd like to, if you see a funny story in the next uh, week. Uh, just uh, send it along. Email it to us at policeblotter at howiecarshow.com, policeblotter at howiecarshow.com. You could have your story read. You could you could probably win a T-shirt if it's, uh, if it's one of the two best entries. Got any more runners up, Taylor? Yes. Florida man hurls sausages at older brother during disagreement. Sausages? Sweet or, sweet or uh, hot? I think he was throwing brats at a brat brother. Uh, according uh-huh. to the arrest affidavit. I set you up. Thank you very much. According to the arrest affidavit from the Pinellas County Police Department, Department, 60-year-old Ray Allen got into a heated argument with his older brother in their backyard. Ray Allen? Ray Allen, yeah. Not the former Celtic. I don't know. Probably not. Would he be 60 years old? No, I don't think he would. Okay. The backyard of their St. Petersburg's home on Saturday, police said that Allen hurled the sausages directly towards his brother's right side of his face. When local authorities arrived, they quickly broke up the feuding brothers and arrested Allen. 
Responding EMS personnel used a saline solution to wash out the unidentified victim's eyes. Police noted in the affidavit that Allen may have been under the influence of... You're kidding. Alcohol. Arrested on a charge of domestic battery and booked into the Pinellas County Jail. What made Milwaukee famous made a loser out of Ray Allen. Yeah, you're not supposed to drink those when you're making brats. You're supposed to soak them in, in the, bra- uh, the brats in the beer. All right, these are our winners. Escaped kangaroo punches cop before being caught by the tail after days on the lam. Police in Canada tried to capture an escaped kangaroo that had been on the run since last week by grabbing it by the tail, but not before the hopping Was that mad- kangaroo a colonial settler to Canada? He may have been. No, probably not. Uh, well, he was not a local kangaroo. But not before the hopping mad fugitive punched one of the cops hopping, in the face. Yeah, hopping mad. A pair of kangaroos <laughs> were being transported to a zoo in Quebec last Thursday when one of them, a four-year-old female born in captivity, escaped its handlers by jumping over their heads during a rest stop at the Oshawa Zoo and Fun Farm in Ontario. They, they didn't take the advice of the old song to tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, down exactly. A neighbor, Paul Rellinger, was shocked to see the mammal, which he initially mistook for a deer. It was a little bit of an odd start to our morning. He, <laughs> he may said. have had a few cocktails, too, if he mistook a, uh, a kangaroo for I mean, a deer. Do you expect to see a kangaroo in Canada in the wild? Uh, the crafty kangaroo's taste of freedom was short-lived around 3 a.m. Monday. Cops with the Durham Regional Police were responding to what was cheekily described as a routine patrol when they spotted the rogue critter on a rural property in northern Oshawa, where the animal stopped to take a little break. They contacted the kangaroo's handlers. He was having a Foster's. Exactly. Or uh, what was the uh, Danish one? Tuborg. The cop, a rookie on the force, was not seriously injured when the kangaroo accosted one of the officers, socked him in the face. Uh, He was eventually captured. And we have another animal story that is our winner today. New Jersey By the way, what was the kangaroo's name? Zoe. Zoe. Zoe the kangaroo. New Jersey police chased down pig. No, it was not Chris Christie. (laughs) You anticipated Uh, what what all of us were thinking. Uh, New Jersey police chased down pig named Albert Einswein. Uh, The Deptford Township Police Department said in a Facebook post that officers responded to the Tanyard Road and Brenner Drive area on a report of a loose pig. A video shared by the department shows an officer chasing the pig into a road while trying to get a rope around the, uh, the animal's neck. We're all friends here. Trying to loo- he the was pig. trying to lasso a pig? Exactly. The department said four-year-old Albert Einswein was found to have escaped from the new, new Sharon section of Deptford Township. Sometimes the jokes just write themselves, the Facebook post said. Albert was returned to his owner. Albert Einstein didn't he go? He moved to Princeton after he uh, after he left uh, the old country, didn't he? I think that's where he lived in I New Jersey. So. That is it. Right. That is our our final winner for Police Blotter Facts Friday. Chris Christie is going to be visiting Albert Einstein at his uh, at his enclosure. Thank you, Taylor. We'll be right back. If you're leaving us, have a nice weekend. If not, we'll see you soon. I'm Howie Carr. I'm not done yet.